Gary, you've had the Peach Bowl has had a kickoff classic for a number of years. Have you found it difficult to get teams to come, or do you have teams kind of lining up, looking forward to play in your ball game? Well, it's funny. We we resurrected the kickoff game format after probably seven, eight, nine years of being dead uh, in 2008 when the NCAA legislated a 12th game to the conference, to the uh, football schedules. And, you know, we started with Clemson, Alabama, and both uh, Alabama and Clemson have been back, and we've got probably Pac-12, Big 12, SEC, ACC, all calling us that they'd like to come play in the kickoff game now. Now, having said that, there's a lot more kickoff games too. So there's other outlets for them, but it's been very well received for a lot of reasons. One is the great recruiting base we have in Georgia. Two is the exposure you get. Three is the amount of money we're paying. Four is the fans get access to the tickets to a big game. And number five is that the opportunity for the coach to have his kids know they're playing a ranked opponent in the first game changes their whole off-season work uh, schedule. And they're really ready to play when they come in because they know it's going to be a tough competition. So for all those reasons and a couple more, it's been very well received. Do you feel like one of the teams in the game needs to be a team from the South? Yeah, definitely. You know, our strategy of the ACC, SEC, and the bowl game led to our success because programs could drive to us. In the case of the kickoff game, unlike the bowl game, you don't have TV revenue because that's in the conference deal. So you've got to make your payouts based on sponsorship and tickets. So you better sell your tickets. We've been blessed. We've we've averaged 68,000 people to our games, which is more than about 35 bowl games on average. And our payouts have been you know really really good. Most people can make more money in our game than they can net at a home game. So as an AD, that's a windfall financially. Do you find that uh, because there's so much interest in college football, for you to be an early game like that brings a lot of attention because people are starving for football at that time? You're exactly right. You know, I, I mirror you know at the end of the season in a bowl game. If you're six and six, seven and five, you may be a little disappointed. You may have thought your team was going to do better. You may or may not go to your bowl game. But and you're playing in August 31st, first game of the season. You haven't seen football in nine months. You're starving. You're undefeated. You're excited. You can't wait to see your team play. And if they're playing against a ranked opponent, it even makes it more interesting. And that's why I think we've sold out so many of our kickoff games. So this year you've got Alabama versus Duke. Next year you're going for the trifecta. You've got three games. That's not been done before, has it? Never been done in college football history. My staff uh, beat Doesn't me like you. They kicked my <laughs> shins when I was uh, negotiating all those contracts. But I've got the best staff in the bowl business. We've got great volunteers, great city to do it in with a beautiful stadium. And as you said, people want to come because they can drive. And so we'll start with West Virginia, Florida State, a Big 12 SEC match, ACC matchup. Then on Monday, we'll have Georgia, Virginia, ACC, SEC. Then the next Saturday, we'll finish with Auburn and North Carolina. So, you know, all three games will be sold out. 
uh, with probably you know close to 300,000 people over a week time in Atlanta on college football and we love it because college football you know we're kind of the capital of college football in the epicenter in Atlanta so it works out well. I want to ask you about that the capital of college football there are a lot of pro sports in Atlanta that you have to compete with how have you gotten to the position where you would call yourself the capital for college football? Yeah it's really interesting we have a melting pot of alumni living in Atlanta so it looks like a NASCAR race on 285 and 85 and I-20 on the weekends on Saturday college football weekends because you got Auburn flags and Clemson flags and Florida State and Georgia and Alabama and Tennessee and you know they're all flying their flags going to their schools or they're coming into Atlanta to play Georgia Tech uh, so we're just geographically in the right location and because we have so many people that love college football living in Atlanta because they're college alumni, uh, to have the College Football Hall of Fame there, to have Georgia Tech and Georgia there, uh, and then you've got Georgia State and Kennesaw State there as well. And then to have the kickoff games, to have the bowl game, we're just the SEC championship. We're just very blessed to have the support of the fan base. And the other thing is the corporate support. You know, you can't turn on a game on a Saturday without seeing Home Depot, Coca-Cola, Chick-fil-A, um, Aflac. You know, those are all headquartered companies in Atlanta. And so the underpinning financially of college football is, is in Atlanta as well. So for all those reasons and probably a few more I've missed, we, we and media have said this, you know, we're the capital of college football. Gary, do you think the success you had with the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and, and also with the, the college football playoff games that you've hosted, do you think that has helped you with the kickoff classic? Because they know when they come there, they'll have a well-run situation. Yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, having the College Football Hall of Fame there will re-invite all the teams to uh, come visit the Hall of Fame because at the end of the day, we want them to aspire, those players to aspire to be in the Hall of Fame because some of them will be inducted 10 to 15 years from now. So that's a great way to, to get them uh, thinking forward about you know wanting to be good players. And then you know the bowl game, the ACC and SEC success we had, I think has led itself to teams wanting to come play in the beginning of the season in Atlanta for the kickoff game. And then also our reputation being in the CFP has helped us as well because you're right, my staff does a great job of executing first-class events. One other thing, uh, Nick Saban at the SEC spring meeting said he was looking at having more home-and-home -home games that he played in Atlanta to help build the program, and now he's looking at more home-and-homes. If more schools do that, do you still feel like you'll have a really good inventory from which to choose? Yeah, I think what you see going on in scheduling right now is we we started with the kickoff game, the evolution of wanting to go play a tough non-conference game at the beginning of the season. I think that led to ADs wanting to play in games like ours, kickoff game, so they could get an edge to get into the CFP. Now I think the further evolution of that is ADs are looking down the line. I believe they think there's going to be expansion to eight teams in the CFP playoff. Mm -hmm. And so they're saying, okay, in 26, 27, 28, 29, 
if I am 12, 11 and one, and lose another non-conference game, and I'm 11 and two, all of a sudden two games, two losses to two good teams could still put me in a position to get an at-large if there's eight slots in the college football playoff. Because you got to believe if there is expansion then you would have probably a group of five and you'd have the five conference champions or champions or, or somebody from those five conferences. That's six. That leaves two at-larges. So I think people are saying, okay, if we play a tough schedule, which has been proven, the CFP will accept that. They'll help us when they select their teams. And I think the other thing going on is a lot of conferences now are looking at their home schedules and saying, I've got to keep my my uh, season ticket base up right. for revenue purposes, and so I've got to schedule a tough home game to put that on my home te- season uh, ticket schedule. And so I think for those two reasons, that's why you're seeing home and homes being scheduled uh, to a greater degree with bigger top ten teams. But you don't see that having a negative effect on your game, do you? No, I mean, we've got, in 21, we've got Alabama playing Miami and Ole Miss playing playing Louisville. In 22, we've got Georgia playing Oregon and we've got Clemson playing Georgia Tech. Uh, In 24, we have Georgia playing Clemson. So, you know, those are big-time games and that will continue over the next through 2024.